Well, welcome back for another exciting episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiyomko-Yap. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, the Afternoon Morning Show is brought to you by Everyday Catholic, because Catholic doesn't mean boring. I'm working on that. I, yeah. did, I didn't give the tagline yeah, quite as so well, but... Uh, but still, it sounds like that'll... So do we think because Catholic exist. doesn't mean boring or because Catholic shouldn't mean boring? Catholic shouldn't mean boring. Yeah, I kind of feel that too. It doesn't look as good in print though. Yeah. And I'm still playing with the taglines for everyday Catholic, yeah. trying to kind of encapsulate what we do. Because I, re- I feel like, okay, why why am I doing everyday Catholic? Because I'm an, I'm an ordinary Catholic and I'm just not, I, I'm looking for stuff that I can show my family. Yeah. I'm looking for stuff I can listen to mm-hmm. in the car. I'm looking for stuff that's going to help me get into the Bible because sometimes yeah. at mass, let's be honest, I don't get it. I mean, like, yeah. in, in, like the, as far as the liturgy, the word's concerned, and there's a lot of reasons for that. It's because maybe because the lector sucked. Um, that, that, that's the thing that happens. Maybe it's because the priest, I have no idea who he was talking mm-hmm. to or what he was saying. Um, or, or maybe it's because my three-year-old was a terrorist, which more often than not is the case, right? Which I have seen. At 5 p.m. Sweet if you guys are there. Mercy. So getting into the word ahead of time, mm. for me, doing the weekly word, that helps me prepare to receive it at mass. Or if I missed it, that helps me go back yeah. and go, okay, well, I know God wants to speak to me through the word. Um, and so that's why we do everyday Catholic mm. stuff. It's to help everyday Catholics. Well, and the thing that I love about it, I mean, not only is it an honor to be a part of this, but also like with some of the young adults at, at our parish at St. Martha's, like I people will go, well, where, like, how do I find more stuff? I go, Hey, and then send them the link or, you know, like, I think that's just this, that's what's so good about everyday Catholic stuff. Cause not only do I get to be a part of this and I feel honored to be so, but there's also just a lot of good stuff on it. Yeah, man. And we're trying so. to get more and more. So, um, yeah. So there's something that you think everyday Catholic could do to serve you as you're listening there. Good. Shoot me an email. You can contact at everydaycatholic.com contact or there's a, actually on the face on the page there's if a, you get to the front page there's like a hey let's chat or something box sweet. and you can you can fill it out and I send actually that have not been on the website in a while so I need to I've, I've been doing some again. changes it's, you know, we're figuring it all out so hey so kind of along that line of, of, of supporting the ordinary everyday Catholic like myself or like you um, I wanted to talk about music today Yes, because I am waiting for this day. I love I love music, right? The only genre of music I've only been in really into two genres of music in my life. And this is going to sound I was super into reggae in high school, like really into reggae. Like I had every Bob Marley CD, I think. Okay, but see, Bob Marley, like he's kind of like he crosses. Right. Sure. It's Bob Marley. I also had every Steel Pulse CD. Yo, Steel Pulse. Steel Pulse. That is reggae. They're legit, right? And I, you know, then and that 91X at the time down in San Diego yeah. they'd have like reggae Sundays. I'd, I'd like try to listen up for that. Woo-hoo. And, you know, it was what a was different What was the rest of your family thinking? They, they probably thought I was smoking pot. I was not. <laughs> I have never, uh, have never messed with the devil's cabbage, but. The devil's cabbage? But. But I did listen to a lot of <laughs> reggae. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know? Um, and then- I uh, really want to picture Chris with dreads. I actually, at one point, really thought it would be cool to have dreads. I never no, I never man. did because- The whitest boy. <laughs> oh, man. The whitest boy in Vista that it's got dreads. So I look back at that period of my life and I'm like, really? Yeah, okay. I was <laughs> into reggae. That's cool. Uh, and then, okay, three genres. Reggae, musical theater. I was, I, you know, I, through high school and college. Big, show tunes. Big love the show tunes. Really do. Um, and sort of dropped out of that mm. out of that at one point. And then worship music, right? And I think there's an important distinction there. When I say worship music, most people think contemporary Christian music. Yeah. That's not the same thing, is it, Vinny? No. And it, it's not. 
And and the the difference. Okay, so first off, the difference between contemporary Christian music and worship music. Um, for like the 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 one thing I think of is you have to be able to pray to it. Yeah, it's not. So contemporary Christian music. Here's how I kind of define the difference between the two. I listen to contemporary Christian music. Say, um, I mean, I don't listen to Toby Mac a whole lot, but who else? But he's only the one. Like he's. Uh, Toby Mac has some legitimately fun songs. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would, I would say that. Yeah. Um, let's say, um, oh man, who's out right now? Lecrae. Lecrae. Right. Okay, so Lecrae, right? Right. Um, actually, his newest song, one of his newer songs off the most latest, I forgot what it's called, honestly, because I don't listen to a lot of Christian rap. Right. Um, but but, but, but caveat, I don't listen to a lot of rap, so yeah. I don't listen to Christian, Christian. rap because I don't particularly like yeah. rap. Right. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, but so Christian. Christian contemporary music, you listen, you listen to it and there are points in it that make you go, oh yeah. Okay. Like there's, there's a message in there that you're listening to. Right. Um, and it's either of hope or pulling yourself out of somewhere or just how good God is. I remember going into Christian bookstores and there'd be like a big poster and it'd be like, do you like Britney Spears? You're going to love Stacey Rico. You know, like, or yeah. do you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Try the Newsboys. And you're like, these are not the same. This, but that, and so that, it, when I think of Christian music, like Christian pop music, a lot of times I, I think the knock, and I think it's a legitimate knock, is there's there's this pressure to pump out like um, the Christian this, you know, yeah. like, and uh, here's the Christian this band, yeah. you know. And I think it, in some respects, it makes it cheesy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's one of my biggest things. I don't listen to, I listen to worship music. I don't listen to a lot of Christian contemporary. Right. Because I listen to it and I'm embarrassed for them. Now I say Toby Mac is one where he started when he, DC talk, I think it was very much like, well, this is Christian rap, you know? And, but Toby Mac as an artist has really grown over the years Yeah, where I think he really does his own thing now. And you can get some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think um, for King and Country. For King, oh, for King and Country is so good. There, It's contemporary Christian music, but I don't feel like they're trying to be no. like, you know, the Christian Imagine Dragons or something. No, but like, you if, but if you, if you have ever watched a video of them live, they're so much of their own person. Right. Exactly. Know? I think, I think the, the Switchfoot is probably the greatest example of a contemporary oh, Christian absolutely. group. Now I, the caveat on Christian, uh, a Switchfoot is, are they a contemporary Christian group? I don't know that they would classify themselves no, that they way. Wouldn't. They right. wouldn't. Cause right. if, if you watch a lot of interviews with them, I first off, I am a huge Switchfoot fan. I love Switchfoot. Yeah. It's kind of, it comes with the territory um, from North County, San Diego. You, you kind of have, have to be. Have yeah. To, you know? And even if you don't like Phil Wickham's whiny sort of style, you kind of have to support him because yeah, he's from because North from County, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Um, which Phil Wickham, that's a whole nother story. Love him. They just, anyways, I don't particularly find his vocal stylings a little bit on the, it's, it's up there. It's up there. Sometimes a little bit on the, uh, the emotional sort of weepy sounding. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Continue. You're going to say, um, but I, for, for Switchfoot, I definitely think that they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't categorize themselves as Christian um, contemporary, right? They consider themselves um, a an alternative rock band, right? They just um, they just with, are Christians. With, 
Yeah, with right. with Christian. Right. It's it's weird. It's hard to or weird. Well, there to say was it, there was like, a book that came tendencies. out right around the time they started in their ascendancy. Mm-hmm. I'll say that called Roaring Lambs. I think. Okay. And it was a, it was a, essentially it was a, a somewhat of a manifesto saying that we don't need a Christian subculture. We need good Christian artists in, in the, culture. the culture. And I would wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think, oh, yeah. I think Switchfoot has done a really good job yeah. of that. And, and you know, there's arguments to be made that maybe sometimes it's a little too um, implied and, and maybe it could be a little overt, blah, blah, blah. But I think their music, you can't argue that the music's just, yeah. it's just good. Like, well, I, it's just good music. And I, I, when people say that, it, it, it irks me a little bit just because, number one, I'm kind of a purist about things when it comes to music. So mm-hmm. I can kind of be the that guy. Yeah. Um, but you listen to country, right? I listen to country. You don't listen to country. No, I don't listen to country. Um, I love country. I don't. And there are a lot of Christian tones in it if it's not explicitly talking about God. Sure. You know, with, with some of the music, no, right. obviously not all of it. Right. Um, but if they can do that and you're still looking at it going, oh, they're, it's still country. There right. isn't this subculture in country that it's like, well, we're specifically christian country right exactly it's just country if you're a christian singer it's okay to kind of express that exactly in country Mm -hmm. music why is it not in the rest of absolutely it's such a strange level of it like oh so you you're christian so you must not listen to x y and z music right well though that's true some of those bands have those tendencies in there switchfoot all over the place and still great. Once upon a time when ska was a thing Woo! in the late nineties, right? Still um, love it. That was a, a, a genre of music where I think Christian bands crossed over um, mm-hmm. and could have kind of some play amongst just ska fans. Cause they were like legit bands like the, the, the um, OC Supertones or was still Five Iron good. Frenzy. I mean, they would all kind of get the play. And, and I had friends who were like super into ska at the time and they would, they knew these Christian bands because they were just legit ska they bands. they hang out in PB a lot, your friends? I have Pacific no idea. No, that's one particular guy who was, I went to college with who was super ska fan and he was, but Sweet. he, yeah, totally. Um, so, okay. Any other contemporary Christian artists that you feel are worthy, not worthy, but like listenable? Um, contemporary. So, uh, if they're, they claim that they are, and I'm a huge fan of theirs, but they've kind of gone back and forth, but they're, they're definitely listenable and have a decent, decent message. Um, I is actually Paramore. See, I'm not familiar with Paramore. So Paramore, they're, um. What's a song that I would recognize as a 42 year old man? Oh, shoot. Probably. Um, that's what you get. That's what you get when you let your heart win. Those kind of things. Is it like emotional weepy music? It's not emotional weepy music. Okay. No, it's but it's it's very like angsty. Oh, angsty. It's very okay. ang- yeah, yeah. It's very like. I feel like I've moved through my angsty yeah. part of life. So angsty music. No, um, they're no. not so angsty now. The more pop. Um, oh, okay. they've, been, they've been through a lot, but um, but Paramore would be like a step to the side of Switchfoot as far as like a con- so they're Paramore. You'd say is more of a contemporary band who happens to be Christian, not necessarily going to be played on like Christian radio. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So like, there's there is there have been interviews with them where they talk about their faith, not in a whole lot, but they're I mean they're they believe right um, now some of their stuff more so nowadays. Um, has it negated too much from that? Right. But it's still like, like when I build a, a playlist for house music, right? Some of the music ends up on there. Okay. Why? Because 
a huge chunk of their music is family friendly. Okay. So I would say, so just kind of, kind of wrapping up the contemporary Christian music conversation, I, I would say if you don't like contemporary Christian music, then that's okay. Yeah. Because you need to check out worship music mm-hmm. and which is, you'll hear some of it on like the radio, but I feel like there's, and that's where I feel like really Christian music has developed and kind of taken on its own style. And you're not going to find anything like it out in sort of the pop culture. Yeah. Um, but it's like legitimately good and there's some really interesting stuff happening. Oh yeah. And, absolutely. Yeah. So, and so that, that's where I think maybe we, I think it'd be better to direct if, if you're listening with us and you think, gosh, I want uplifting stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that would be a great place to look. It'd be Christian worship. Where do you, how do you find it? Cause I, it's funny you, you Vinny and like Francis Cabildo, Matt Franklin, you guys are always like pulling out really awesome new stuff. Like at, when I, when I see you guys playing live, I don't know where you get it. Like, and so how do I find that? Cause like, okay. It's like reckless love. That song yeah. exploded, exploded this year. Huge. It was like yeah. everywhere. Everybody was, and it was everywhere. Like instantly. How, how did people find it? Um, well that specific song found out about from a buddy of mine, uh, Christian, um, cause he, he had gone to a retreat and it, it first had kind of started on the East coast and made its way over. Yeah. But a lot of times listen, just, if you have Spotify, if you have Pandora, if you have iTunes radio, um, just listen to Christian worship playlists. So, okay. That's how you find it. So get on Spotify and look at like best of live worship or just Christian worship. Uh, best of honestly. Oh, so if you're, cause not everybody's into listening to the live stuff. Yeah. I'd agree with that because although I feel like worship, Ah! There's so many bands where I've seen them like lead worship and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're amazing. And then I hear the recorded and I'm like, eh. yeah. So I, 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 there's part of me that really likes the, mm-hmm. the live worship thing. I think elevation worship can get a lot of control with their live stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, well, yeah. that them and Jesus culture can get a little out of hand because they do a lot of like calling on the spirit in the midst of the recordings. I will say they record the whole thing. Elevation worships like songs of the, about the Holy Spirit. Are so good, so good, so good, so good. Do it again is like well, I just jam. Like, I love that That's song, jam. you know. And you don't hear it played very often. No. Uh, there was the other one. Um, so do it again. There was another one I was listening to. See, I'm really, day. I'm still really big on fullness. Yeah, which is by Elevation. What? Give me a lyric um, from that. So the the beginning of it. Oh no, the the chorus is uh, uh the pour it out, let your love run over. Okay. Here and the uh, the the bridge is probably more notable because it's the uh, tongues of fire testifying of the sun, one desire. Yeah. Um. You know, and the the whole thing of it is just like, um, asking for the holy, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit to be able to go out and and like prophesy or or go out and just let the Spirit move, but it is being filled with the Holy Spirit. And what's it's so good. What's the one where like the atmosphere is changing now? Um, for the atmosphere is changing now. Yeah, I think it's here as in yeah. heaven. That's such a, I mean like that one, I feel like that one is um, for the spirit of the Lord, Lord is, is here. So good. I feel like that would be such a good like intro to like adoration. Yeah. You know, or even like it's just a, as a processional mm-hmm. for mass, you know? You're oh. the reason we're here. Yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah. so, you, you know. Counting your love, your love. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so wouldn't good. that be cool to like sing through maybe two mm-hmm. verses and then start the processional, that, yeah. right? Like this, this whole just declaration of or you're the like reason letting here. it build. Oh into, yeah. And yeah, see, yeah. this is, this is one of my favorite things is, and it, and it sounds super artsy for mass, but taking those songs and purposefully doing them leading into. Well, this into is a whole mass. separate conversation. This, this really I, is. I agree. I feel like the perception. Okay. So you look at some of the movements of music at mass and obviously music is not the focus of the mass, No, but you have to ask, why is it even Mm -hmm. there? Right. And so the processional hymn, if it's just traveling music, omit it. Yeah. Right. But if it's actually an opportunity for preparing, right. Mm -hmm. Then let it, then, then it shouldn't just cover the march, right. Like it, it should, you know, so play a verse or, Mm -hmm. or two and then process Mm -hmm. in so that by the time the priest gets to the, gets to the front, the the community's gathered yeah. in worship, right? And then he opens the mass, like in you know, um, and the mass begins. Because yeah. a processional, people don't know this, isn't technically a part of the mass. Right. The mass it's begins when yeah. the when the priest begins the mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So And that, and there's there's a lot of space to to run for the most part at the beginning of mass, the the processional and the recessional because it's not oh, absolutely yeah in mass but oh, yeah, anyways yeah. Uh, we were definitely yeah. getting sidetracked so yeah totally. um, no it's all good i that if you if we would have kept going that's the whole thing so ele- elevation worship that's so if i'm looking for good contemporary worship music mm-hmm. like i want maybe sing in the car with my kids or Elevation's um, great. my drive to work elevation okay um right now um hillsong young and free Okay, now, they just so, came out with so young and free. So this is if you're familiar, Hillsong is a church out of Australia. Yeah, and um, who's the pastor? It's uh, uh, uh is Brian Brian, Brian Houston, Houston, which Brian is Houston. weird because he's from Australia. Yeah, but his last name's Houston. Houston. It's a little confusing. Houston. He's not from Houston. No, right. So they're they're pretty famous for a lot of songs like Oceans is Hillsong. Yeah. Yeah, but, and that was a yeah. big monster song at one point. Mm-hmm. Touch the sky, which I feel like veered over contemporary Christian music, not necessarily worship music. Uh, no, that's um, that's very true. Hillsong, yeah. um, there's a lot of Hillsong songs. Hillsong is it Young and Free? Yeah, is, is their college? It's like a different group. label, and they tend to lean more towards like electronic, though. Yeah, okay. Um, but their their newest album is great because it's a little more, it's a little more subtle. It's something that like when I'm in the office mm-hmm. and I just need something that's going to fill the room. And cause I know that like, I'll, I'll have it playing in the background and then certain lyrics will pop out. Right. And be like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like that was meant for me. Okay. So it's still very, it's still very good. So it's Hillsong Young and Free. The album is, is called three cause it is their third. See, I would almost out. push Hillsong Young and Free into the contemporary Christian music space. But see this album and they're like more acoustic Right. Like the more stripped down, not so large techno-y right. stuff um, can actually be worshipped too. Okay. Um, but again, there's their first couple albums were very much this big jump, you know, jumping up and down, right. which does kind of lead more into that Christian contemporary. Right. Um, and then um, the Ren Collective campfire album if you're looking if you're more if you're the person that is going man i wish i found more so if you listen to uh mumford and sons or if you're listening to like the shaky grave if you like mumford and sons you're gonna love Love, ren collective all right so and i'm gonna characterize like this imagine a bunch of millennials with their weird looking hats and beards standing around a campfire writing a worship album ren collective 
Isn't there like is, a guy with a big stick? Like who's the, Yeah, okay, so he's the actual drummer. So he has, but it's like a shaky percussion stick. Yeah, well yeah. and but it, it's it's like an Irish thing. And and they're great. Yeah. I mean like their their version of Oceans. Oceans is so good. It's unbelievable. It's so good. Super that good. That is the only version of o- hate to say it, but that is the only version of Oceans right. I'm listening to. Now right this now. is interesting because we've so far we've talked about Hillsong and Bethel. Hillsong Elevation. We haven't gotten to Bethel yet. And now we veered off to Ryan Collective. Just to be clear, Hillsong's a church. Um, Elevation is a church with a a label. Mm But um, Ren Collective, Ren is, Collective just is, is just not, a band, right? They're, I mean, they all come from the same church in right. Ireland. Yeah, but they're oh, not, they are actually Irish. Yeah, they are. Oh, that actually. legitimizes their their. Uh, yeah, no, they, they're they're yeah. actually from that area. Like, well, that's good. All of their so like one of their songs is written in sort of a chanty. So that's I mean that's the whole. It right. works for them. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean most of most of the worship that I'll listen to are from. Um, churches that have made it into the Christian worship scene. So like vertical, vertical worship. They're right. from vertical church. Literally the church is called vertical church. Right. Um, they Which I wrote, love, okay, this is a side note about evangelical churches. I love that you can just pick any word yeah. and be like, you know what? We're Renaissance church. That's an actual church that exists. Yeah. And I like to believe in my mind that everything's in old English. They wear pantaloons. They wear pantaloons. Um, it's, <laughs> it, there's wenches and it's going to be great. There's wenches. <laughs> this is, you you're, you're at the wrong church if there are wenches. <laughs> you really are. You really, really are. You know, but yeah, the Renaissance church. Come gather around at Renaissance Church. The Everything's pastors. obviously from the King James. Uh, well, like, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Um, yeah. And the pastor's wearing... There's a church here in town or... called Sandals Church. Yes. Sandals, Sandals Sandals most popularly known as the name of an all-inclusive adults-only yeah. like like honeymoon resort. Where, yeah, wherever that is. Yeah, it's, it's like, the Caribbean. They have a number yeah. of locations. Um, yeah. Or Rock, Rock Church, which is in Rock, Temecula. Right. Yo, by the way, side note, a couple of us went to one of their services yeah. Just because I was, I for me, I've, I'm always curious about, and it's more of the worship side of things. I'm always sure. curious about, you know, how they're doing things because um, not everybody has the full band stage that they can do. So I'm always wondering about what different churches are doing and stuff right. and went in there. And it's actually not too bad, but it, anyways, their, their, their worship team is, is great. Yeah. Um, but okay. So I want to make this point though, because you look at why... You know, there's all this music. Why is it coming out of churches, like like individual individual yeah. like like churches? Well, you know, as Catholics, you go to your Catholic church. Yeah, and that's so like, what church am I going to go to? Well, St. Martha's. Why? Because I live in Murrieta, and that's our church. And if I if I really don't like St. Martha, well, I could drive yeah. the time to St. Catherine's or or to Blessed Teresa or whatever. You know, and so you there's a little church hopping in Catholic churches, but it's just to the yeah. next Catholic church. If you're an evangelical Protestant. Or, or Pentecostal or whatever, what church do you go to? The one you like. Yeah. Right. Is that, is that, and, and so, yeah. um, and so that may be the one with good music. Yeah. And for a lot of churches, that's, that is their, mm. hey, come, we got fantastic worship music, right? Or really good preaching. Um, and so, it, you know, if you, if your band sucks, your church doesn't grow. Yeah. If your pastor can't preach, your church doesn't grow or they fire him and they get a new yeah. pastor. Whereas Catholics, well, why is our preaching maybe sometimes not as, as dynamic mm-hmm. why is our music maybe sometimes not as inviting, inviting yeah. well in a sense it doesn't have to be now that's yeah. not and again i should i don't think that should be ever used as an excuse i think we should strive for excellence yeah. in preaching excellence in music excellence in liturgy absolutely but more often like why don't we 
because we don't have to. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's I, I I think that's honestly a somewhat well, fair characterization. The, the the sacrifice of of the mass, the Eucharist, is is obviously the the main the reason why we're there. But when I mean, you you go to a meal when the appetizer is just as is is almost as good as the entree like it makes that experience so much better so the things that are being paired with the mass if they're held to a standard and they're good yeah well they, just, and, and and obviously the eucharist is great not just good it's well, great right but i mean i think we we owe the Lord excellence. Yeah. Right. We owe him the highest use of our gifts and yeah. the mass is our highest form of worship. And so it should be excellent. And I think this, again, we could get sidetracked here. I think most Catholic churches would do well to look at how they're celebrating liturgy. Mm, yeah. Does that make sense? Not. And, and again, the questions to ask is, because I think a lot of Catholic churches I've been to go, well, we do beautiful liturgy, but then you look at the faces of the congregation and they're, they, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a beautiful show. Yeah, that they're and they, and and again, I don't think that's intentional necessarily. But you have to kind of look and go. Well, is are we inviting yeah. the people into this worship? Right? Um, they're not spectators. Yeah. So and we could totally yeah. d- well, down and, different and road. But, to kind know. of get us back into talking about how to find some of this stuff and the reason why, why at least for, for myself, I don't know about you, Chris, but the reason why I find myself so attracted to just listening to worship music, yeah, is. Something that I've noticed is kind of the trend with like, especially with Bethel. I love Bethel and their writing. Some of their stuff can get a little wild sometimes, Mm -hmm. Um, but they write for the church. Oh, totally. They write for the church. Well, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, but like in the, in the sense of, especially when you're looking at. For the church, small C, not the church capital C. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So they look at their church. Right. And what is the church experience, their church experiencing. Right. And you find a lot of beautiful music coming out of that because they're writing for the experience of their congregation. Right. Not in the sense of like what's going to give them the best experience, but like I remember um, they posted a lot about it that there was a young man that um, a, a toddler who was part of their congregation and a lot of beautiful music wrote was written for the families, the family that was struggling through that. And, right. you know, so they, they write for their, right. Their congregation. Yeah. 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 Totally. And so you're, you're getting writing that is for the people in that moment that then resonates with the rest of the world. Well, I, and I, I'm going to turn it a little bit. Cause when you say writing for the people, then you go, is it worship? And I, and that, so I'm going to turn it. Cause I think what you, what I think what you're saying is they're written as the Psalms. Yes. Written yeah. From the, so does that make sense? Like they're written yeah. from the community where the community's at. Yes. Right. And, and I, I think that's very true. I think, I, I think, you know, the Psalms are such a, um, guttural mm-hmm. worship, you know what I mean? Um, and, and you'll read David's lamentations and, and there's such, there's such, it's real. Yeah. You know, and I, I, you know, I, I, the Psalms teach us to pray. The Psalms teach us to pray in joy. The times the Psalms teach us to pray in, in struggle mm-hmm. and, and yeah, our, the experience of our contemporary worship music should be reflective of that. Like yeah, there should be absolutely. songs of joy and exultation. There should also be songs of, um, you, you'll do it again. You know what yeah. I mean? Do it again, which is a great song of like, I, I know you can do it again. You did it yeah. before, you know? Um, which I think is a very Psalm like. It is. Very, yeah. It. Um, um, but in order to find a lot of that music to kind of have a basis, I mean, if you're a worship musician listening, um, the best way to find a lot of that music 
is and also not only get find a playlist listen um but it also helps when you've got a community of other people that like that right and because i mean a ton of my friends not necessarily worship leaders but they just share music right they share great music well and this is going to bring me to a point uh, so spotify yes right um i just went in it's funny because francis cabildo is incredibly talented worship leader i mean and i've said this before on the show like yeah one, he of, is. one of the best i just i literally just went and followed him on spotify for the first time because <laughs> I, I was like oh you know what i'm always I like i've done this i'm always like where's francis finding all his good music and then i was like oh i could probably yeah. follow him on spotify and yeah. he's got playlists from like all of these gigs he's done yeah i hate to say gigs but all these well, the, events I mean, yeah, he's been at and i'm sure you do too right yeah. you have like savini do you have a playlist on spotify that um, people can check for worship yeah music? so actually uh, you know just put in vincent k that's my full name vincent yep. um and on spotify and i have a playlist called it's jesus time okay um, and so right now I think there are almost over, I'm reaching 200 songs, so I've got to take some off, Right. but I'm constantly updating with stuff that I'm listening to. Right. Um, and that's just so I, not only because I want to make sure that some of those songs I can actually bring into worship, Right. but it's just a good way to be like, Hey, I just need, I found myself in moments of like, I, I just need to listen to something that's uplifting. Right. Boop. Now I'm going to say this worship music. I, I love contemporary worship music. I really do feel like it's there. It's a genre of Christian music where you're seeing real creativity mm. and, and it's a unique genre. They're not trying to be anything, but what yeah. they are. I love that. Not every contemporary Christian song is appropriate for, for mass. mass. Oh yeah. And not that's every a contemporary that's a good Christian caveat. song is not appropriate for every part of mass. Mm -hmm. Like I can tell you, I was at a church not long ago and it was the communion meditation and it was, no, it was like a, it was the communion. We're going to. During, it's during communion. And the, the female lead, like she sang through the first time. And then like the second time through, like she started like belting it, like, and it was jarringly distracting. Really? Oh yeah, totally. And you're like, this is not your feature yeah. song. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so if, again, if you, there's some great songs, touch the sky. Some people love, I don't. Um, but I've heard that like, that's not a, that's not a mass song. No. Right. And the other thing, again, when you're looking at Christian worship music, I think we got to think about is, is it Catholic theology? Yeah. Cause sometimes like there was one song I loved, um, um, forever rain, right? We, we had talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, you yeah, the good, lyric you is good you're good. There's nothing good in me. There's nothing good in me. And, and that's not Catholic that's theology. Me. Um, and you're, it said you're covering my sin. That's Lutheranism, not Catholicism. Yeah. We don't believe God's covering over no. your sin. We believe he's conquering your sin, right? He's making you clean. Mm -hmm. Um, he's revealing what he's mm -hmm. made good in you. Um, you know, that there's nothing good in me. That's like Calvinism. Yeah. Um, and so that's the other thing you, you know, when looking at, so is it, so is, there, is there something detrimental about singing that song in your car on the way to work? No, no, but it's not appropriate for mass yeah. and you should be aware, right. Yeah. Um, that, you know, are you, are you formed? Are you forming yourself in Catholic theology? What we, what the catechism teaches, for instance, and then, you know, so you're sensitive to those things. Mm. That's just something to, to think about. Yeah. And I've, I've, I, I am asking people, I'm begging people to, if, if you're a worship leader and you're listening and you, you worship at your church or you play a mass, try and lean into that as much as possible, because I think you're going to be setting good habits. Right. 
off the off the get go. So instead of I mean like listening to like some of Bethel stuff or Hillsong stuff or Jesus Culture or whoever it is, they I mean they write good stuff that you can worship to in your car in your time. But I think the just throwing a good set list together is different than prepping music for mass. Well, yeah, because you prep music for mass, you have to look at yeah. what is this, what what's the liturgy of the word mm-hmm. talking about, yeah. right? Um, how does this relate to, or or what's the movement of the liturgy that's happening now at the mm-hmm. offertory, for instance? Is you know, it's there's a song of offering, you know, how or or the a communion. It's it's it should lead us yeah. closer to what we're doing at that moment, which is we're going up to receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ to say again, yes, Lord, I want you as my savior. Yeah. Um, you know, and so is it, is respecting that or is it just a great song that you like to sing? Yeah. You know? And that's what that's, I mean, that, that literally makes a difference, but the reason it makes a difference is because of why it's, why you put it there. Yeah. If it's because you like it, then something is disordered in, in where it is and why you're doing it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I know Life Teen does a liturgy guide. Yes. Um, and so Life Teen's liturgy guides, if you're subscribing to Life Teen as a parish, um, you can, and I wish they would just put it together as a list on Spotify, like yeah. a weekly list on Spotify from Life Teen with like good songs. Well, because be a bunch of that stuff cycles through the whole planning guide. Right. Oh yeah, totally. So, and again, I, I'm, I'm going to side note in a second there. But if, so if you have a life team in your parish, you might reach out to your your, your coordinator of youth ministry and, and just say, hey, can you send me a list of the songs that they've got, you know? Um, but the other thing I, and this is, again, we side noted out of contemporary worship back to mass because we always do that. Um, it's but, just kind of our MO. Like if you, so, but maybe not even mass, if you're gathering a community to worship together on a regular basis, whether that be like at a monthly event at your church, like we used to do, like we do at St. Martha's mm. with our journey events, or it's just a prayer meeting in your home or with your Newman Center group. I will say this, contemporary worship music is awesome. Use it, but limit what you use. Yeah. Like pick music for a season that's going to get repetitive and familiar mm-hmm. so that people are comfortable comfortable yeah. doing it. Right. Um, and if you, like, if you want work, like as a dad, like if I want my kids to be comfortable just to praising, praising the Lord, then I've, we've got to worship together at home. Yeah. You know, that's, it's just the way. And so well, that's just, we like uh, the other day we were in the car, just singing, do it again in the car on the, yeah. way, to, on the way to school, you know, it was super cool. Yeah. And I, I, that's, and that, but that's something that I'm just recently experiencing too, with some of my experiences with some of the families at St. Martha's and watching their kids worship with the family is like something that is, I mean, this is a whole different topic of, this is off to the side, but something that I didn't know my heart really wants to experience someday because it's such a totally different way of looking at it, but yet how important worship is, especially with the family. So if you're one of those families, you're part of a family, you're either the oldest, youngest, or you have kids or whatever it is. Um, if you're looking for music to worship to with your family, Spotify, go online. They have a whole Christian section. Um, if your family's in the gospel, they have a whole section for gospel. If I do, we do gospel breakfast sometime on Sundays. Yo, gospel breakfast. Okay. Um, Brian, uh, Brian Regan. Is that the, no, that's a comedian. Brian Regan is a comedian. comedian. Yeah. Um, one of the guys from um, Elevation Worship. Elevation did a setting of one of their songs, a gospel setting. They have they have an EP of like five or six of their songs. Yeah, I just I just caught that the other day on on Spotify. Yeah, actually, yeah. And there's that that's like my jam. Yeah, I love it because 
it's songs that we've listened to and and know, and then all of a sudden this big gospel choir comes yes. in, and you're like, ah, yep. this is the best thing yep. I have heard. I'm gonna end because we're, we're crossing over, and I wanted to get into contemporary music. Oh, we man. haven't had Sorry. a chance to do it. That's okay. Sorry. Um, I, here's what I want you. To, uh, here's what I think about, and this is what got me out of reggae once upon a time because I, I was so into reggae, and I still like the sound of it. My premise is that most, if not all, music is worship. In some way, shape, or form, and, absolutely. And, and reggae, reggae in particular, is like a genre of worship music. It's for Rastafari. And mm-hmm. if you listen to the lyrics, it is it is absolutely, like as there is Christian music, reggae should be classified as Rastafari music for the most part. And you have non-Rastafari reggae bands, mm-hmm. but that's what it is. I would say that most pop music we listen to is worship music, but we're worshiping the creation, the creation, right? Yeah. And listen, listen, and you know, look at Spotify's top, you know, twenty or hundred or whatever from last year, and how much of that's explicit, how much of it's just mm. totally focused on sex, and in getting, like, t- taking from people, right? Um, and so, I just as 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 I look at the music I'm listening to, that question of what's being glorified, because. Every song, every piece of music is going to give glory to something. something. Yeah. Is it giving glory to the creator or glory to the creation? Am I, am I, as I sing this, what am I worshiping? What am I tuning my body, the rhythm of my, my life to? Mm. And so I would, I would really say, get into, if you don't like contemporary Christian pop, look at Christian worship music. Yeah. And and that's uh, absolutely Christian worship music has um, played such an influential role in my Mm. life get into it. So in, uh, kind of at the end, Chris, what are you currently listening to and worshiping to right now with your family? It's a great question. I have gone, so with Francis Cabildo's playlist, mm-hmm. I just start pulling those up. Elevation Worship, Do It Again has been a song that's been just running through my mind mm-hmm. and, and I think kind of appropriate where we are in the church. Um, and that, whatever that one was, the, the atmosphere has changed enough. The spirit. Oh the yeah. Here's in heaven. I, 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 elevation has just been my jam lately. I got to tell you, they've, they've been killing it. Oh, like it just, and this, I say lately, but like the last six months. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was actually at Steuben, I was at a encounter conference last year in Milwaukee and father Dave Pavanka, I think was, was like, Oh, you got to listen to this song. It was do it again. Um, and it was so good. And so I went hunting for it in. It's yeah. uh, it's funny because I've tried to listen to Pastor Steve Furtek and I can't. He's I, I, so, anyways, he's he's loud. a little intense. He's intense. He, I feel like it's the power team. Like he's gonna start blowing up like like uh, hot water bottles with his mouth and <laughs> ripping <laughs> phone ripping books phone books in half. half and you having people break Dude. chairs on him and stuff. I just can't. Dude, yeah, he's pretty. Intense, but I will say that, team, yeah. Man. So that that's where I'm, that's where we've been at with, with that and you know some great stuff coming there. So that I think that's that's I've kind of been kind of my cool. I on my. Spotify, I have an elevation worship um, like radio station. Okay. That I've been listening to. So it brings in a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, for me, on heavy rotation, the new Hillsong Young and Free um, has been great. Uh, and I'm, I'm still trying to familiarize with, familiarize myself with their album because it is so recent. Yeah. Um, but... Oh, 
Man, where is it? Well, hey, Vinny, do me a favor. Um, email me a link to your Spotify Sweet. list. Um, so that way, when I send out the mailings here for the afternoon morning show or the weekly word um, with links to the podcast, I'll go ahead and link it. And you can say, hey, you can get Vinny's playlist and music for you Sounds good. on the afternoon morning show podcast. Hey, the afternoon morning show is brought to you by Everyday Catholic because Catholic shouldn't mean boring. You can get more information about Everyday Catholic at everydaycatholic.com. And hey, if this podcast or a weekly word podcast or any of the number of things Everyday Catholic is doing is serving you. We'd love it if you'd consider joining us with a monthly gift. You can get more information at everydaycatholic.com slash donate. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.